don't forget in June we are looking at sustained passion sustained passion for souls we're going to the extent of knocking on doors on a daily basis I don't know if you have started maybe after this sharing you will start Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. One of the series of um, talented, talented what? Kids. There was one blind boy. Um, time no day. That's what I want to say. Time no day. Amen. We're in a very critical period and we, we have to move away from relaxation to effective work. Ebreno Esa. Amen. Ebreno Esa. Um, I've always said something. It's either Jesus comes or you go. Amen. You can't, you can't, you can't beat any of the two. Or you cannot be the two together. Yes, Uba and Terminal number two are good. So in our minds now, time is also overcome. By all means, whether you like it or not, you must appear before this mighty God. Amen. That is why I say there isn't much time. There is a general traditional deception that you've got to get old before you die. Spiritually, I don't accept it. When you fulfill destiny, you will go. So stop all those things that we keep on saying, where they were in What's the name of that fellow? Methuselah. He was how many years? And the Nine what? Nine six nine. There is nothing like he walked with God. He produced children. And he died. That's all he came to do. I don't want your own to be like he attended church every day but made no impact your testimony must be rich it should make heaven excited but you don't have time amen even if you are given 150 years to live on this earth you will still not do much so while you have the time you do much that is the the force behind what I want to share with you this moment. Please help me take us to Second Kings chapter 13 and verse 14 to 19. You will give us New King James and then you will give us the message translation. And then from there we will go to Judges chapter 7 verse 18 to 20. And John chapter 12, verse 24 and 25. What do you call that your translation? TP what? 
compassion. Pity. TPT. I think I should name my new factory after that one. Praise God. You know what the factory is? See me and I will tell you what it is. Let's go. Elisha became sick with the illness of which he would die. So somehow, somehow, somehow. Then Joash the king of Israel came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. I wish you were in a classroom, I would have asked you to tell me what that one means. And Elisha said to him, Take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow, a bow and some arrows. All right, now you can go. Then he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it, and Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. Yes. And he said, Open the east window. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the lost deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For you must strike the Syrians at Afek till you have destroyed them. That is the commission. Yeah, go ahead. Then he said, take the arrows and he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck three times and stopped. Yeah. And the man of God was angry and uh, angry with him and said, you should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. Does not sound interesting? You had the capacity of striking in Israel, I mean Syria, to the point where they won't be able to come back again. But you wasted it. You blew the opportunity. And so you only strike them, you defeat them three times. That means after the third time, they would come and defeat you. Are you sad? We don't go beyond a particular point. Every momentum should be allowed to gather to the point of breaking through with great impetus. When you gather momentum, you must build it up to a point of distinction. You don't stop halfway. Unfiti 
Esa na abrabwa obo na nkosi ba bia wabregu kwa. Yesi nka nanka obetumi aye abrosa nso wanye. Nanka obetumi aye abrosa. And so wanye. Why you couldn't sustain that which you began at a point. Praise the Lord. Now there's something I would like you to take note of. It is what I call the combined forces of you and God. Go back. Let's go back. Start. Um, go back to um, the message translation and take your time. I'll be running some little commentary on that one, and then we point, we just we pong and go. Abi. Yeah, we pong and go. We pong. That's fantastic English, you know. Elisha came down sick. <laughs> Can you imagine Elisha, a man with such great, great, great exploits in signs and wonders, coming down sick? Why? He was human. Beyond everything, he was human. Hallelujah. Because this jacket is either dropped or taken with you. So you may drop it here and when the time comes, you come to pick it. Or it is taken with you. Like the kind that uh, Elijah experienced and that of, that of who? Elijah and who? Enoch. But you saw the testimony of Enoch and Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. That was the key. He walked with God to the point that he could not be kept here. He had gone beyond the elements of the world. He could not be kept here. He walked with God so much that if God had allowed him to stay on any further, human beings would see him and start running away. Hallelujah. Several years ago, a man of God uh, through a challenge, well, he gave me an eye-opener that if you do some fasting on water uh, for about six days or even five and you don't talk to anybody and you come at the first person who sees you may either fall or scream. Reverend Igomu. So I said, uh, I have done it, but I didn't know this trick. So whether it's trick or not, I, did, I didn't know. But I, I began to look at it. I said, it will happen. It will happen. And I did it. And it happened. The first person that saw was my wife. She screamed. We're in the same house. But when I was in the room. And nobody saw me. I never went out one day. I was inside there. In his presence, there's fullness of what? But when you move to his right side, what do you get? Now, there's a glow that comes around a person when you walk with God. That when people see you, they fail to understand whether you're a human being or not. Enoch walked with God. When you are busy for him, you are in his presence. 
They go from strength to strength. Every one of them appearing before God in Zion. They will see a different person. You are unique. Why? There's a glow of God's glory upon your life. That is what helps you to push forward. That what helps you to push forward. I'm not saying that go and do fasting to so that when you appear, your children and your wife will begin to run away from the house. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that when they see you. Basically like this, you just try it. The people in the house with you, when you try it and you appear, they won't even take uh, rent from you again. <laughs> Praise God. Right. Now, now look, look, look at the thing. The king went to Elisha. And then he cried out, my father, my father, the chariot, or chariot of chariot and horsemen of Israel. Who was he referring to? My any classroom. He are no. Chariot in Finisay. Tiasienam. Israel Tiasienam. And in the punk will come for one man. That was how he was seen. And that was how he was described. He alone was the chariot of Israel. And the and the and the horsemen thereof. He was the warrior personality that always would win. When he was with them, they must win. He stood for God. And so they were describing God in that light. This is the man who carries or bears the chariot of Israel with the horsemen together for victory at all times. He was crying. If this man is going to die, then I'm finished. That's the minute. If he's going to die, I'm finished. He must do something for me before he goes. I understand T.B. Joshua has gone. I understand he had um, one powerful service for his partners and all like that and then went home and that was the end. Now some people are close to him may be saying, oh, if I had known that you'd be going, I would have asked him to bless this for me and bless this for me and handle this matter for me. He is gone. You were not sensitive. But this king was sensitive. The man of God was sick. We don't know the sickness, but it was a kind that was going to help him go. That was a vehicle. That was a vehicle God brought in to take him. And he went there, acknowledging him as a hope of Israel. That if he should go, then they will be at the mercy of their enemies. There is always a time when God speaks. It opens strange doors unto you. If you are sensitive, 
you will take advantage of it. If you are not, you become like a drunkard that sees everything as normal. Normal. Yeah, go ahead. I hope I'm not speaking in parables. Elisha told him, go and get a bow and some arrows. The king brought the bow and arrows. Take note, it is bow, not bows. One bow, several arrows to be shot from one bow. So if you have about six, six, six different sources of your power that you depend on, you are a miserable person. You have your pastor, you have your prophet. You have your seer. From here, you are going to the prophet. When you are done, whatever the prophet says may not be enough for you. You go to the seer. Can you see into my future? The seer speaks and you are not okay. And then you go to one Baba somewhere. You enter prison with one man. You know what I mean by prison? When you are entering the abode, you have to bow. That's the same as prison house. You know, almost every prison house I've seen in this Africa, you bend before you enter. True or false? The ones you have seen here, it's not like that. Before you enter into that place, you... They are always short. I don't know why. <laughs> you enter. So that, that, that juju man... His place is, is a prison house. As you are entering, you are putting yourself into a prison. But you go. There are some of you who go to those places. They give you a ring and you think you're okay. Huh? One driver had something that is at the below the I mean down the dashboard. Um, it was this wooden comb with some thread and things like that. 1980. And was driving recklessly. And I looked at him and I told him, I said, my friend, if this thing should crash, you will die. Nothing will happen to me. I was sitting with him at the front. It was in Nigeria. If you like, when you see a trailer, go under it, you will die. You can never leave this car as long as I'm in this car. The man turned and looked at me like this. Even that time, I wasn't a Christian. I took his power away from him with one sentence. If this thing crashes like this, you will die. So he, he, the first thing he did was look at my finger if I had anything. I didn't have any. You will die. It's because of this wood that you are running. That's where your hope is. You will die. You, you will die. The man slowed down. We got to Accra and an old lady thanked me. The woman prayed for me. Then I didn't understand any Yoruba at all, but I knew she was praying for me. The one I knew was that he said I, mean, I was a good man. She was praying for me. That man would have killed everybody. They were all quiet. They were afraid. And the man's trust was in a wooden comb. And yes now, and some thread. Yours may be a talisman that he gave to you and that is where your hope and everything is. You have many bows. Sometimes one arrow. Have many arrows. 
one bow. And your bow is Christ. You shoot from his end to wherever the enemy is. Father, in the name of Jesus, and then you release the bow, the arrow. It is one bow. So maintain that one bow with all dignity and seriousness. And stop dangling, dangling, dangling. You are vacillating. Bow in the tree, they say. Arrow here, giant. Now, bow no. Okay. Okay, no problem. Uh, yes? You don't know it? All right. We will be having gun the ever classes here and three classes here. You will pay money before you come to be taught. Agreed? Very good. Now, go ahead. The king brought it and he said, put your hand on the bow. The king put his hand and then the prophet, the man of God, put his own hand on the hand of the king. Signifying that this battle cannot be won by you. It can only be won when there's a combined force. You and God together. You setting your heart to it and allowing God to be the one to help you. I'm telling you. No, because you boy, that's one way of Straight talk. Praise God. boy, that's praise God. Amen. All right. Combined forces, you and God will make everything possible in marriage, in business, in your academics, in everything. It is you. But don't hand it over to God and be passive. That's one of the disgraceful things that believers are holding. Uncle Juma, me bompire. I can't empire dove for Anka, 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 Empire Anka dove for Basi. Sanka empire dove for Prayer does not weed. Prayer brings grace upon your life to make your weeding more effective. It brings favor. So when you are there, somebody else comes in. I want to help you. Somebody comes in, he says, stop weeding. I'm bringing um, um, a, a plow to come and do this work for you. 
That's what prayer can do. It brings God into your situation. So stop leaving everything in the hands of God. My bonfire, Radi, my warrior, be a lie. Ubo yabo, I know so. No, I know because Obi, I know what you can't tell. Menu Mukrasem, Wario, Miakra, Menu Mwache. Praise God. Salome get back natural. Okay, one knows how I'm a Mimikamikra, Menu Mwacho. I check now, I am Mobonzina, Mitiazam. <laughs> you know, I have a philosophy. Anything you want to tell somebody for him to change or her to change, make it sharp. Make it sharp. My wife knows me now. Those who are close to me, they know. I will give it to you in a manner that you always remember. Even your dream, you will see me. Uh, the intent is not to destroy you, it is for you to change. Amen. Oh, you see, you will know away in Yantoka. Mikra, Mikra, I checked about five years. <laughs> Was it I now need to fear? I want Praise God. Right. So you and God together making this work. So you are stepping out for soul winning. Don't look at your strength, you'll be discouraged. Don't look at your eloquence, you'll be discouraged. Don't look at your being, you'll be discouraged. Just present your being to Him and say, Here am I, I'm an instrument in your hand. Endow me with grace for this work to be done. I'm going forward because I know you have gone before me. And then you go and you talk to anybody that you want to talk to. And you won't feel anything. Hallelujah. Now, so that combined force is something I want to take note of. If you must break through life, go beyond the point of tradition, you will need to be in tune with God. You must agree with God to make it happen. Because by all means, as a human being, you have limitations. No matter how much of scripture you know. Even you have a limitation in understanding the scripture, in developing faith in that scripture. But when God is on your side, everything is made what? Possible. So with God, all things are possible. That is what I believe that God was showing us by what he did. The king's hand was on the bow and the prophet's hands came upon his hand and he said now release and he did now then the second phase the second phase of the weapon was that he had to use the arrows to hit the ground to go beyond what the, the throwing of the arrow could reach to hit the ground and just strike the ground and the king went one, two, three and then he stopped. He's a gentleman. When it comes to spiritual things, be greedy. Be what? Be very, very greedy. Be very greedy. Greedy in the sense that the blessings that are coming, you collect them with both hands. Both hands. I had a dream call for her, Yanko Ponin, seven year man, and son. And he said, Oh, fat dime, ma, will never bet me a fat dime, you know, ma, will be a bet me a fat any quantity I will hear. So focus and get yours. Stop being an inspector. Just say, When I hear him call for him, he said, Oh, my yard, I saw him, yeah, oh, cause he answered. 
Human beings are fond of having that spiritual role over every other person. Concentrate and pray and stop looking at people's faces. What do you want to know? What they are saying is not important. Don't call, it's not in your name. What they are saying is in their own names. Nobody can pray. And for you to now hijack the prayer on the way and use it, no. So you concentrate and do what you are doing and do it well. Why? There's no objective. There's somewhere you want to get to. When you hit the traditional mark, this is how far anybody can go to. Then you have not attained anything. You must go beyond the traditional mark. The traditional thing was one, two, three. And it still happens here. No. You are disappointing God. The man of God was very, very angry. He wanted him to go beyond the limits and shoot into realms of distinction. And he said, You should have gone beyond three. You should have gotten into about five or six, not even four. Break through it. Check your family line and be determined to break through. Wherever they got to, you want to go beyond that one. What would I do? I've got to team up with God and make it happen. What is God saying? Does it appear to be above me? Yes, it may be beyond you, but with him it's not beyond you. Nothing should put you under. You are the only one to put yourself under so that you can rise into the levels of God and make God push you further. I wrote something here. I don't know if it is profitable to anybody. To be distinguished, go beyond death. Shoot beyond the traditional or the accepted point. Stretch yourself and go forward. Stretch yourself. I remember when we were, we were in secondary school, in those days, uh, my school was quite new, and um, only one person had gotten grade one, or what they call division one, in the, in the school, and the highest had been beyond that one was second, second, I don't know how they call it now, second division two or something like that. And um, that's when we were in form one. There was one young man in Form 5 that time called Casey Upon. He's a medical, a medical consultant now, if he's still alive. I don't know. I've not heard from, about him for quite some time. Very affable person, a very strong believer. Now, that man made grade 1, and that was the only grade 1 we saw until we got to Form 5. So some of us decided that we must break that, that kind of stalemate. So we, 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 we grouped ourselves, you know, to study. And most of the nights we were studying were 10. Out of the 10, nine of us got grade one. And one got a very strong grade two. What well, happened to be in the grade one list. To me, it was the extra mile that we went into. The extra mile. 
And that year, why exchange their questions over and over? You know, when you read through the old past questions like that, you are able to think of certain possible questions, but they change things. In the very morning that we're writing the paper, they brought new, new, new questions. They said, well, just wait for 10 minutes, and then a new one will come. It happens like that. But you know, what happened was that we had gone very extensive. We had done about 12 years. We have gone to 12 years of wild questions. And we sat down to answer. You always see us sitting in, on a, in a field like that. And then we'll be brainstorming and doing things. You've got to go the extra mile to get what you want to get. Otherwise, you belong to the ordinary. You belong to what? Ordinary. So everybody says I was able to make 10 souls in a month. He said, no, I'm going to have to go beyond this one. I have to go beyond it. What will I do? Let me get before the Lord more and more. Let me allow God to come into my situation. Let me depend on the Holy Ghost much more in this issue of soul winning. And before you know, you have gone beyond the limit. Don't live ordinary life. If you lead ordinary life, you will get ordinary results. It is time for us to sustain what we are doing and press forward. For as a church, we've got to sustain what we are doing and move beyond this level that we are now. I have so much faith in this place because we are teaching God's word. And the word of God will always produce. But you've got to work yourself to make the word produce in your life. So that your life becomes attractive for many. It is you and God. Team, you and God will always be a winner. No matter what anybody is saying. To sustain exploits, you have to break traditional and hit new grounds that generate fresh impetus. Hallelujah. Now, in that same verse, the prophet made a statement when the king released the shot. He exclaimed, The arrow of God's salvation. The arrow of deliverance from Syria, the Aram you are seeing there is Syria. You will do battle against Syria until there is nothing left of it. It was prophetic statement. It wasn't a suggestion. So it, with, 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 with their combination, their submission to God, they were going to subdue. But the final weapon that he put in the hand of the king and of course Israel, the king could not understand the thing to go beyond the limit. We shall beat them three times. After that one, what will happen? Is the world coming to an end by the time you beat them three times? The world of poverty is not ending now. So don't relax because you have been given some breakthrough by God. It is rather time to invest the beauty that came into I mean, to you in the kingdom and to be able to press forward. Tell someone it is time to go beyond the limits. 
stop doing ordinary things and do the extraordinary. Now, finally, let's read something from that of Judges. I may have to just say it. Chapter 7 of Judges. Put it down, verse 18 to 20. Don't bring it up. 18 to 20. When, um, what's the name of that young man, Gideon, was giving his people instruction. He said, the sword of the Lord. And of who? Gideon. The sword of who? The Lord. And of Gideon. So the sword you are carrying is the sword of the Lord. And then Gideon. He introduced that element of teamwork between them and God. It was not unto the glory of Gideon, but unto God's glory that would also have reflection on Gideon. The sword the victory of the Lord and then your name. So take time to go and meditate on what is there. And then finally, John chapter 4. Chapter 12, sorry. Verse 425. Give us a passion element and then I will close. What's happening? Okay, good. There's something there on the screen. Can you remove it? This is Jesus speaking here. Let me make... Okay, can we read together, everybody? Understand the grammar. It is very, very simple. A simple grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat. Unless, yes. Good. So until you fall into the hands of God and die, you will not make any impact. But when you do, you will come up in multiples. You know, I like the way it is. Let me make this clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain. Never be more. So it is, it is one plus zero. Is that not so? Is it what what? Is it what what? See, I can get some people here now who will say zero. I'm telling you, I should have pointed out to some people. Because one time zero is zero. They will, they will, they will, they will be confused. If I confuse them small like this, they say zero, zero, zero. <laughs> that grain will remain single. You will remain single and of no effect as long as you are living alone. But when you die in his hand, fall into his hands. If any man will come after me, let him first deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. When he falls into the ground and dies, it sprouts and produces great harvest 
of wheat, one grain, great harvest, one grain, great harvest. Look at the potential of one grain. So if that grain is not put into the earth, it remains one. It cannot do anything for you. You cannot get Banku from there. You can't get that place. You can't get anything. But let this one grain fall into the earth, a good earth for that matter, and then produce from that one grain. You get a lot. Harvest. So fall into God's hands. Let him have you. So you become more productive in whatever you do. It goes beyond soul winning. Whatever you do in life. Let's read on. The person who loves his life and pampers himself will miss true life. I'm not the one saying this one. Nobody say they pamper you, but you pamper yourself. Pamper yourself. Young Koso winning. A real barboy. A real say. A young one. Yes, you cry. I say, and you know who. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> You're aware. Someone else is going to share and share that but the one who detaches himself, his life, from this world and abandons himself to me, to who? Will find true life and enjoy it forever. So you can be having life, but not true life. A life that has pricks in it. A life of emptiness. Hollow life. And one said, Oh, that, no, I'm sorry, no, I did, no, I done, no, I'm sorry, no, I did, no, I called you, man, no, I'm back, called you, man, no, I'm back. Maybe I now would be a bo, a dear crown and bay, or yassi, and bear me, I mean, who be bia, as in Crawford, no one bear, who be be. And I won't go home, one year fra. Let's go on, because you are living your life to yourself, pampering yourself. Pampering, a time to pray. Manukum. A time to read the Bible, to study. Oh, Praise God. All right, let's go on. <laughs> well, the last one. If you want to be my disciple, follow me. And you will go where I'm going. And if you truly follow me as my disciple, my father will shower his favor upon your life. Don't you like this one? So the easiest way to enjoy favor is to follow him. Where is he going? Passion for souls. Where is he going? Passion for the poor and the needy. Where is he going? Encouraging people. Where is he going? Preaching the gospel to people. Where is he going? Investing in the kingdom. Where is he going? Going everywhere God is going. Going where? 
everywhere God is going and never going anywhere the world is going. If you truly follow me as my disciple, so you can be following, so to speak, but not really following. But when you truly follow him, devoid of complaints and rejections, then you also enjoy the favor that comes from God. Friends, nobody should become the reason why you cannot serve God. Otherwise, you better leave us and join the world where nobody will trouble you. I have a joke. He said, there's a broad way and there's what? A narrow way. The broad way, you find people with mortars of all sizes pounding fufu and eating and people with drinking joints all over the place and some of these girls parading themselves around and men and women are doing all manner of things. It's a very broad place. Any stupid thing can be done over there. And nobody will trouble you for doing what you are doing. But the narrow part is so narrow that you've got to move for someone to move. By the time you go through it to the end over there, you, are, you have bruises all over your body to let you know that a price was paid to get to where you are going. A price was paid for you to be who you are today. You are a Christian today because a price was paid. A price has been paid by you that has sustained you in the faith till now. Why give up now? Why don't you allow he that brought you out of darkness into light take the glory of your life by remaining on that path? It's a dangerous, a dangerous broad way that ends up. It's like, it's like an open-headed cone. It will still narrow down. Dropping everyone that is inside that bow into hell without any inspection. Because you are qualified, that's why you are inside the bow. You want God to be a blessing to you? Say, just follow. Just do what? Follow. People may say this and that to you, but just follow. You've got to be dead to walk with him. You've got to be what? Dead. If you want to hear everything people are saying about you, you will die young. Because whether you do good or not, they will talk. So when you hear them talking, let them talk. And you go where you are going to. Hello? Uh, one person just said something to you and then you got offended from morning till now. Even now you are still offended. So what is it that we are saying? Do they hear anything? Wow, young I mean, dealing with that person. Make sure you see him, you know. Yeah, there can now be anywhere for us. If I never pay, friends, we're on a mission. We are going somewhere. At the end of it all, we shall give account to the one who has sent us. How shall your account be? What will you tell him? Are you going to say that there was one huge man in our church that I called himself Bishop? He's the one that didn't allow me to do what I was supposed to have done. 
Anything you do, he will talk. Anything you do, he will talk. I was still talking. If I'm just starting. I'm just, I'm just starting. I have talked with God on this issue. I'm just starting. The things I used to do some 10 years ago, I'm just about starting them. You won't like me for anything. I won't give you peace until you do what is right. So in case you don't know, I've given you warning. You go and tell God, it was one man, he said he's Bishop, Bishop Isaiah. God said, which of them? No, be that one. He said he come from where? Where did he come from? One village. He said he's from the bush. Bush people. What would they do? Gentlemen and ladies, stand to your feet.